Hello Cryptonauts, today we are recording for January 5th, 2021. On today's episode of Cryptocurrency Chat, we're going to talk about the top 10 daily stats as well as your crypto news of the day. I'm your host, Blockchain John. Alright Cryptonauts, first reminder, we do have a Discord channel available for Cryptocurrency Chat in which I will leave a link in the description below. If you're interested in collaborating with me or becoming a sponsor, you can reach out to me through that Discord app or through the Anchor app. With that said, let's get started with your top 10 DeFi coins by market cap. Number 1, Chainlink with a market cap of $9 billion. Number 2, Uniswap with $4.3 billion. Number three, Wrapped Bitcoin with $3.7 billion. Number four, Aave with $3.6 billion. Number five, Synthetics Network Token with $2.3 billion. Number six, Die with $1.6 billion. Number seven, CETH with $1.5 billion. Number eight, Maker with $1.2 billion. Number 9, CDI with $1.2 billion. And number 10, CUSD with $1.1 billion. Alright, Cryptonauts, that is your top 10 DeFi coins by market cap. Your overall total market cap is at $981.3 billion, up by 2.9%. Alright, let's get started with your crypto news of the day. Alright Cryptonauts, next reminder, we are using Decrypt.co to get our daily news as well as CoinGecko.com to get our daily stats. Make sure you collect your daily candies. With that said, first news coming in from Matt Husey. Bitcoin and Ethereum bounce back after banking green light. It was a bumpy Monday for the crypto market after the fanfare of Bitcoin breaking the $30,000 barrier. It quickly shed $5,000 or 33% of its value in a number of hours, remaining new investors reminding new investors that investing in cryptocurrency can be rough on the nerves <laughs> yeah unless unless you're hodling and you have it on the celsius network you would earn a lot of interest adding to that pain in january alone more than two billion dollars worth of future contracts have been liquidated as a result of bitcoin's volatility but there was a number of ray of sunshine rattling for investors yesterday in the form of new regulation Overnight, the Office of the Controller of Currency, OCC, the Bureau of the U.S. Treasury Department char- uh, charged with regulating banks, gave the green light for banks to use stablecoins and blockchains for payments. The news sent prices moving upwards again. Ethereum rose by nearly 12% in the immediate aftermath, thanks in part to this year's volume of stablecoins using the network. Bitcoin headed back above the $30,000 mark and has stayed there ever since. The good news led to a flurry of money moves overnight with 24-hour volumes up 6,203% according to data provider Nomix. Uh, Despite the wipeout in the future markets, an increased volatility sentiment among investors is still firmly in the buy camp according to TradingView. Alright, nice, 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 nice. Next news, written by Shayua Malwa. The Bitcoin premium on Korean exchanges is back. Bitcoin's neat vertical rally 
to over $35,000 in the past week has brought back the so-called kimchi premium data from on-chain analytics provider CryptoQuant showed. Named after the popular dish, Korea, uh, dish in Korea, the kimchi premium refers to higher prices for cryptocurrencies, especially large cap like Bitcoin, on Korean exchanges in times of high volatility. Such moves were largely prominent in early 2018 when the premium shot up a staggering 54%. The premium usually fluctuates by 1% on average. However, on Monday, it rose by 5.5% with the trend continuing on Tuesday. The move suggests an increase in interest in crypto trading in Korea noted Doo-Wan Nam, the head of business development in Asia for governance protocol maker. The Korean community has been pleasantly surprised by the recent uptick in Korean premium. For most of 2020, there was actually a Korean discount of 1-3%, he told Decrypt. But the, is, but the premium is not a result of Korean, Korean traders wanting to pay higher prices for Bitcoin. Research from 2019 suggests the difference arise due to Bitcoin slash Korean won trading pairs more predominant in Korea compared to Bitcoin slash dollar pairs in other locations and the corresponding exchange difference between the won and the US dollar. Next news written by Liam Frost. Bitcoin's price may reach $146,000 over long term, says JP Morgan. It's possible that Bitcoin's price could go up to $146,000 or higher in the long term, but it's unlikely to happen this year, JP Morgan Chase and co-quantitative strategist Nicholas Nikolaus Panigritzalu wrote in a, in a recent note, according to Bloomberg, quote, a crowding, a crowding out of gold as an alternative currency implies big upside for Bitcoin over the long term, he said in the note. But a convergence in volatilities between Bitcoin and gold is unlikely to happen quickly and is in our mind a multi-year process. This implies that the above $146,000 theoretical Bitcoin price target should be considered as a long-term target and thus an unstable price target for this year. Per the letter of Bitcoin, we will have to reach $146,000 to match the levels price invested in gold via various exchanges trade fund or bars and coins but the crypto's volatility can play a major role in this process the evaluation and positions backdrop has become a lot more challenging for bitcoin at the beginning of new year's new year said the letter we while we cannot exclude the possibility that the current speculative mania will propagate further pushing the bitcoin price upwards the consensus consensus region of between fifty to hundred thousand dollars, we believe that such price levels would prove unsustainable. All right, next news written by Scott Chaplina. Coinbase Square rally against FinCEN proposed crypto rule. Coinbase Square and other major cryptocurrencies have rallied against crypto regulations proposed by the U.S. Financial Crimes Enforcement Network. Just before the Christmas holidays, the U.S. Treasury announced new restrictions that would require revelling. Uh, relevant companies to file cryptocurrencies transactions reports to verify the identity of customers who use in who use unhosted crypto wallets vincent claims that the changes will help stop illicit finance criticizing examples where cryptocurrencies were used for various forms of financial crimes after a 15-day period for public comments vincent has received over 6,000 responses and some of the biggest crypto companies are unimpressed quote the process itself is fraught with an within us versus them hostility to the industry's view. As seen by the breakneck schedule for the major rule, the, thin, the thinness of Treasury's justification and the lack of meaning 
meaningful engagement before the 11th hour holiday rulemaking, cryptocurrency platform Coinbase said in a prepared statement. In summary, Coinbase's opposition to the proposed rulemaking has a total of seven parts. The company argues that the 15-day period uh, for public comment is unjustified and that the period of public consultation should last up to 60 days. Moreover, the proposed regulation is impermissibly vague, imposes unnecessary expensive privacy invasions on the public, and fails to provide the purported benefit. And it goes on and it goes on. Square. Further criticism from crypto company Square, a digital payment company led by CEO Jack Dorsey, said uh, the proposed regulations will drive U.S. customers away from regulated cryptocurrency entities. The proposal creates unnecessary friction and, and per, uh, uh, perverse incentives for cryptocurrency customers to avoid regulated entities for cryptocurrency transactions, driving them to use non-custodial wallets or services outside the U.S., Square said in a statement. Kraken, a popular crypto exchange, also had a response to FinCEN. Kraken believes the proposed rule note, uh, notice proposes a substantial departure from existing law. The exchange's policy team said, adding that it also places ex- excessive demands on companies and cuts the poor off from the critical money flow. Kraken also took aim at timing of the 15-day period for cons- consulta- consultation offered by FinCEN. Despite FinCEN receiving over 6,000 comments, from the public over the holiday, the exchange has criticized the timing of the 15-day period, seemingly recognizing these deficiencies. Vincent timed the proposed rule notice publications to avoid scrutiny and all but eliminate public input, the exchange said, although the plan clearly hasn't worked. Andrew Horowitz, a venture capital from Silicon Valley known as a A16Z, has described Vincent proposed rulemaking as substantial substantive sub what is that substantively substantively and procedurally defective in critical aspects the venture capital firm criticized the broader impact of the proposed regulation the rule imposed a novel requirements one found in no other part of Finson's regulations implementing the bank secrecy uh, secrecy act to collect and potentially verify identity information not about customers, but about the counterparties of customers, the firm said. Wow. Let's see. The Electronics Frontier Foundation, a civil liberties organization, has emphasized the perceived impact Vincent's proposed would have on privacy. The proposed regulations would undermine the civil liberties of cryptocurrency users, the EFF said in a prepared statement, adding anonymity is important precisely because financial records can be deeply personal and revealing. They provide an intimate window into a person's life, revealing fam- uh, familial, political, professional, religious, and sexual association. To underline the point, the EFF pointed to photographs of Hong Kong protests that showed long lines of individuals trying to purchase subway tickets with cash so that electronic payments, uh, electronic purchases would not place them at the scene of protest. These photos underscore the importance of anonymous transactions for civil liberties, the EFF said. The EFF also urged Vincent to allow at least 60 days for consultations in order to correct the serious abnormalities of the, the rulemaking process. Okay, next news. Written by Sharyuwa Malwa. An astonishing $2 billion is now staked in Ethereum 2.0. The Ethereum 2.0 staked protocol now holds over 2.2 million ETH data from on-chain analytics site uh, Dune Analytics shows. The amount 
is worth $2.3 billion at Ethereum's current market price of $1,049. However, the asset itself rose over 43% the past week, meaning that this figure may change if prices correct downwards and no new ETH is deposited. Okay, next news. Written by Scott Chaplina. Grayscale sells all XRP and large cap fund for Bitcoin ETH. Digital asset manager Grayscale Investments sold all XRP in its digital large cap fund at the end of December, according to a statement today. XRP amounted for about 1.5% of the funds. Grayscale sold all XRP to purchase Bitcoin, Ethereum, Litecoin, and Bitcoin Cash. Now the fund's components include over 80% Bitcoin, 50% Ethereum, 1.4% Litecoin, and just over 1% in Bitcoin Cash. Okay, next news. Written by Tim Copeland. One River makes one of the largest cryptocurrency trades in history. One River has worked with crypto exchange Coinbase to invest an undisclosed amount of cryptocurrency. According to Coinbase, which carried out the transaction, uh, its purchase represents one of the largest digital assets trades in history. The initial trades were executed over a five-day period at different speeds in order to work through varying markets conditions, the exchange explained. The Coinbase institutional team provided exactly what we needed to execute this transaction discreetly, said Eric Peters, CIO of One Rivers. Before this, this, before this was announced, speculation had been building over growing institutional activity at Coinbase. Market observers has, has noticed large amounts of Bitcoin being withdrawn from the exchange, suggesting institutional holders buying Bitcoin and withdrawing to long-term storage. The, the case for cryptocurrency. One River recently made its case for cryptocurrencies in a post on its website called, entitled The Case for Digital Assets. In the post, Peters put forward a long-term view that cryptocurrencies are the technology of the future. Quote, owning these assets is a mere uh, toehold to the future, a deposit on the view that everything we know about financial intermedi intermediation and its relationship to centralized policy will change its way we cannot yet foresee, Peter said. Okay, next news written by Andrew Hayward. These fake crypto apps will steal your Bitcoin. Thousands of cryptocurrencies users have reportedly reportedly been the victim of crypto apps that were advertised as legitimate but secretly contained malware that infiltrated a user's computer and stole information including cryptocurrency wallet keys. Security firm Intezer uh, Labs discovered the and extensively detailed that the, ex the exploit which it has dubbed Electro Rat in a report issued today. The malware was first discovered in December, although data from a paste bin used by the exploit suggests that it has been in the wild since at least January 8th, 2020. Let's see. What do they use? What do they use? Writing the malware from scratch has also allowed the campaign to fly under the radar for almost a year by evading all antivirus detection and Terzer Labs writes. If you have used any of the fraudulent apps mentioned above, well, hold on, what which apps? Mm, the, the fake software was created using a built-in platform. Which, 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 let's see. Oh, here we go. The sophisticated, the, the sophisticated campaign involved a trio of cryptocurrency apps developed for Windows, Mac OS, and Linux called Jam E-Trade or Kintum or Dow Poker. Intezer describes the exploits as extremely in, intrusive capable of key logging, downloading, and executing files, uploading files, and taking screenshots without a user's knowledge. Wow. Wow. Okay. R writing. Okay. So if you have used any of these fraudulent apps mentioned above, Intezer has, has a breakdown 
of how to detect the process and clear your system using its software. The firm also suggests moving crypto assets to a different wallet and changing all of your passwords. Okay, next news. Written by Will Gottingen. Major Ripple investor sues firm following SEC action. UK-based investment firm Tet- uh, Tetragon Financial Group is suing Ripple, the tech company behind cryptocurrency XRP, according to a report from Bloomberg. The new suit was prompted by the SEC's own legal action against the company. The regulator has alleged that XRP is an unregistered security and that Ripple's sales of it were illegal. The commission is now suing for $1.3 billion. Bloomberg notes that the Tetragon filed the complaint under seal on Monday in Delaware's Court of Chancery. The filing specifically asked that the firm preferred Series C Ripple stock be redeemed. Tetragon has also asked the court for an expedited trial, a preliminary injunction, and a temporary restraining order against Ripple. Tetragon led Ripple's Series C funding round back in 2019, which raised a total of $200 million. In a statement issued earlier today, Ripple said the terms of the deal include a provision that if XRP is deemed to be a security on the go forward basis, then Tetragon has the option of having, having Ripple redeem their Ripple, Ripple equity. Wow, another one, huh? Wow, wow, wow. Man, Ripple's getting hit left and right. That's crazy. Next news. Written by Will Gottsengen. Ripple partner MoneyGram avoids shareholder lawsuit. What? MoneyGram, the money transfer company partner with Ripple, has just dodged a lawsuit connected to allegations of money laundering. In 2018, MoneyGram agreed to pay $125 million to avoid prosecution on charges that top executive executives failed to uh, prevent money laundering on their platform. A shareholder lawsuit alleging that the top executives involved in that, in that failure in that failure acted in bad faith and has now been tossed out of the Delaware Court of Chancery since, according to Vice Chancellor Sam uh, Glasscock III, memorandum's opinion, bad oversight is not bad faith oversight. MoneyGram has faced questions in recent weeks in regards to its partnership with Ripple, the company behind the cryptocurrency XRP, which is now at the center of a massive $1.3 billion lawsuit from the SEC. XRP is the fourth largest cryptocurrency by market capitalization. Its price dipped significantly since the SEC's initial announcements, and many exchanges have disallowed new XRP trades. All right. Next news, written by Alexander Behrens. This grayscale investment strategy may be driving up Ethereum's price. Institutional investors in Grayscale Ethereum Trust are set to cash in on trades set up this month, set up months ago, and the scramble to cover the Ethereum used to used to do it could push prices even higher. Investors in Grayscale Ethereum Trust are looking to close out a trade built to profit off off the premium value of ETHE shares, and will need to buy more Ethereum to do it. According to a theory floated by the Thai CEO Joshua Frank, that could mean higher ETH prices this week as the market price of ETHE shares are, are falling and institutional investors consider the next move in the crypto landscape. Okay, next news, written by Alexander Behrens. Uh, teleport to Ethereum 2.0 with this new staked ETH pool. The upgrade from the existing Ethereum network to the Ethereum 2.0 blockchain has been much anticipated as it promises to reduce network congestion and low f- lower fees. 
but it came with a big caveat while Ethereum users had to lock up or stake ETH tokens in a smart contract before the network could launch, those tokens can't be moved until subsequent upgrades of the protocol. A newly launched innovation from uh, CurveDAO, however, aims to make it easier for ETH holders to simultaneously support the fledgling proof-of-stake network while staying liquid. Uh, the starting point is Lido's staking service, which launched in October. It allowed people to stake ETH to receive STETH, an asset of equal value in return, so they could essentially stake ETH and use it too. Lido also raised $2 million in funding in December from venture capitalist firm DeFi developers, including Stanley Kulichov and, uh, of Ave Lending Protocol and Kane Warwick of the derivative protocol Synthetics. One problem, while STETH matches native ETH in value, not all protocols are set up to handle the new asset, so STETH holders couldn't always utilize the growing list of decentralized finance applications for Ethereum. Automated finance protocols can, that can issue loans, swap between digital assets, and provide interest on deposit. Okay, next news. Written by Jeff Benson. Bitcoin is now among top 10 most valuable global assets. Bitcoin's prices up over 75% the last month and almost 25% the last week to reach the $34,000 mark. The surge in price combined with newly minted Bitcoin has resulted in, in a market capitalization of $638 billion. That's good enough to make BTC the ninth most valuable asset in the world, according to Asset Dash, which tracks stocks, exchanges, trade fund, and cryptocurrencies. Fewer than two weeks ago, Bitcoin's supplanted Visa on the list. Then, just five days later, it overcame $70 billion deficient to overtake Berkshire Hathaway, the company run by Bitcoin detractor Warren Buffett. Since BTC has also moved past shares in Taiwan, semiconductors manufacturing, uh, above Bitcoin is a murderer's row of blue chip companies. Apple leads the way with a market cap of $2.23 trillion, followed by Microsoft with $1.65 trillion, Amazon $1.62 trillion, Google parent company Alphabet $1.18 trillion, and Facebook $773 billion. Wow. Okay, next news written by Will Gutzingen. Blockchain.com joins growing list of exchanges halting XRP trading. Wow, another one. Blockchain.com, a cryptocurrency exchange, will disallow XRP trading on its platform according to a statement from the site. January 14th will mark the site's last day of XRP trades before the freeze. The statement clarifies that Bitcoin.com traders will retain access uh, to the XRP they already have, albeit in a limited capacity. They'll be able to send, send it out, but won't be able to receive any new XRP. The note makes it clear that the move is a direct response to the SEC's recent lawsuit against Ripple, the company behind XRP which alleged that the token is essentially an unregistered security and that previous sales were illegal. The regulators is suing Ripple the one suing Ripple the 1.3 billion dollars that says the company raised in an unregistered ICO. All right, next news written by Jeff Benson. Bitcoin's price breaks $35,000 barrier for another all-time high. The price of Bitcoin breached the $35,000 mark late on January 5th, reaching as high as $35,341 and setting a new all-time high in the process. The previous high was $34,608 was set just two days ago according to data from CoinMarketCap. For those not paying attention, Bitcoin has been on the absolute tear since late 2020. It's up 26% last week. Much of those gains came from the last 24 hours alone as the price increased 10% since this time yesterday. With today's jump, Bitcoin's market cap has swelled to $657 billion. 
Asset Dash, which tracks the price of stocks, crypto tokens, and exchange-traded funds, now ranks it as the eighth most valuable asset on the list. The last day, it has jumped over Alibaba Group holding, uh, holding, and is now on Tesla's tail. All right, next news, and last news of the day, written by Jeff Benson. Who gets custody of Kim Kardashian's Bitcoin in the divorce? What? According to a report from Celebrity Publications, page 6, Kim Kardashian, West, and rapper Kanye West are headed for a hard fork after six years of marriage, while America is shocked, shocked by this completely out of the blue news that no one could have seen coming. A morning nation now wonders about the upcoming custody battle. No, not over the couple's four children, over the Bitcoin she apparently owns. In July 2018, Matthew Rosark, uh, chairman and co-founder of the blockchain technology firm Block and founding partner of Telecapital, publicly gifted Kim Kardashian one BTC, then worth about $8,000. It's probably a pittance compared to her income, a point Rosak conce- concedes. Rosak told Decrypt, while I'm sure the asset uh, involved are substantial, I'm pretty certain that few of them quadrupled in value over the last two and a half years. After all, the Bitcoin is now worth $33,000. Regardless of its value, her Bitcoin will nonetheless come up in divorce proceedings. <laughs> That's crazy. Oh man, let's see. Uh, alternatively, Kardashians, Kardashian might want to investigate West, West's, West's crypto dealings. The rapper famously told podcaster Joe Rogan and his legion of listeners on October 2020 that Bitcoiners are guys that really have a perspective of what the true libertarian of America and humanity will be. Did he buy any though? Or did he spend all his fiat on holograms and half-hard presidential runs? There's actually a legal term for squandering of shared uh, marital art uh, assets. Though not necessarily via political campaigns, Dissipation and a Richard West and Jonathan Fields note, dissipation could theoretically apply to buying Bitcoin as it could to gambling because the Bitcoin market is especially volatile. Some courts may regard losses as dissipation as the, as the marital estate. They wrote, of course, given the way prices have been shooting up, that's probably not an issue here. Stay tuned to keep up with the Kardashians to find out how it ends. And we will leave it there, Kryptonauts. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for all listening all around the globe. I truly appreciate it. Um, and that is it. <laughs> Stack, sets, and hodl. We're just going to keep going past the moon. I'll catch you all on the next one. Adios.